Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I will be uh, running you through the ringer here, giving you the good, uh, the what's the what's going on, the what's fours, and everything in the uh, the Second Amendment world, the firearms world. You know, we 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 promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the program by myself. Sitting with me, well, kind of. He'll explain that to you though. Is uh, the the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome. I'm back. His name is Earl. Ah, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com mobile mini studio. And I am seated in the upright position. Seated in the upright position. There you go. In the mobile minis. Mobile minis. Um, how was, uh, how was uh, everything going there in the, in the week of Earl for you, sir? Doing well. Keeping busy. Any, uh, any I wouldn't new- say keeping me off the streets now the pool halls, but my job is to be on the streets. And, and and in the pool halls, good for you, good for you. He's uh, uh, that's uh, <laughs> co-host Earl, pool hall administrator. That's that's his that's his that's his side gig. Uh, anyway, truck driver by day, pool hall administrator by night. It's oh, it's it's like a new uh, it's like a new uh, crime drama. You know, it's like oh, it's a Quinn Martin production. You know, it's a uh, coming straight at yeah. you. Yeah. From the streets of San Francisco, someplace like that. Um, well, not the streets of San Francisco. I don't know why I went there. No, no, no. Yeah, not, not, no. Uh-uh. That's, that's, that's too much human filth on yeah. the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. Poo, I believe, is the official term for it. It's too much of the poo. Um, yeah. Which is it? Uh, um, you know what? In fact, uh, speaking of San Francisco, and I think I was going there just uh, mocking the old streets of San Francisco introduction from the old uh, TV show there, but. Um, um, Former, I don't know if you saw this, former Senator Barbara Boxer. She was the senator from California before uh, uh, Kamala was the, uh, was the senator for, from uh, okay. California. She was, uh, she was in San Francisco or Oakland this week. Uh, she was, you know, I think she was in San Francisco, and she got, uh, she got mugged. She got mugged. She got thrown to the ground. Uh, which is dangerous enough, right, in San Francisco because the ground's covered with, you know, like you said, human filth. Uh, and uh, she uh, she did not have a security detail. She did not have a personal defense item on her. 
the only thing she chose to do was say, I'm a grandmother, I'm a grandmother, I'm a grandmother. And, uh, but, but, I mean, this is just typical, right, Earl, of what's going on in California? You know, you got, you got a former U.S. senator, and, and not even, uh, you know, she is able to protect herself there in the state of California. How much you want to bet, though, that the uh, personal protection laws in California are going to be are going to be changing soon because now it's affecting them. Exactly right. Exactly right. I'm sure that's sure that's what will happen. I'm sure that's what will happen. Let me see. She was a U.S. Congress person from '83 to '93, and then from '93 to '17, she was a senator from uh, the lands of fruits and nuts from uh, the uh, from uh, California. Let's see. I'm trying to think where this was. Was this in? Is this happening in California? This, I know this happened in California. I can't remember if it was in San Francisco or Oakland. Not that it makes I much of a difference. I believe it was San Francisco. San Francisco? I, I did, okay. did hear a little bit about it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was San Francisco. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, I, I I foresee uh, you know, and and that's the thing too is it probably won't be uh, changes that affect the everyday citizens. It'll probably be you know something that. Uh, any former politician is now uh, grandfathered in, and they automatically can have a have a concealed carry permit or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I, you, 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 that we see that uh, you, all the time. Remember, it's a, it's it, we have to protect them. Well, they're more important than us. You know, they they uh, they are definitely more. Oh yeah, more more important than we are. So you know, we we have to watch out for their well being. Um, it's just just the way it is, folks. Just the way it is. Because remember, like you said, she hasn't been a senator. Yeah, so she's been out seventy, so four years, right? So she's been out four years back there. So um, she's uh, she's she's got a little bit, a little bit behind her, you know. So uh, let's see, let's see what else is going on in the world. We're gonna we got to, we got a, I know we got a bunch of good stories. We're gonna get to you, Earl, and I love we got some of these top stories, like the the top five this or the top five that with firearms. We're gonna be getting to again. So oh yeah, um, those are. Those are always some of my favorites. Um, We've got some lessons to talk about, some things that have gone on around the country where we're going to tell you how not to be that guy or girl. <laughs> so we're going to give you, give you that for a little bit as well. Um, I don't know. We've got, uh, we got plenty more time here as, as well. Let me see what, uh, what else is going on. Oh, it was in Oakland. It was in Oakland, Earl. Um, it says the 80-year-old okay. revealed that she was assaulted. I thought it was San Francisco, too. Um, Revealed that she was assaulted and robbed of her mobile phone on Monday in Oakland. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. So good. To, I mean, sorry to hear that. You know, I don't want to see anybody. But uh, who better than a you know a, a gun grabbing liberal? <laughs> so. Oh, oh yeah. She's four foot Welcome eleven. Welcome to our world, honey. Yeah. She's four foot eleven. I didn't know that. I mean, come on. You know what? Now we want to find she's the guy. Five, I want to find the guy that did it and just smack him around just because. Like, oh, come on. You know, challenge me, bro. Come on, challenge me. You know, leave the eighty-year-old woman alone. You know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But like we always talk about, Mike, just 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 proves our point. The animals, the uh, look out for the the weakest of the herd. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now, and if she had, uh, if she had turned on him with a. You know, nice. Uh, I don't know. She's she's probably like a. I'm thinking like a government model, like a like maybe a, a commander's model, 1911. You know, 45 caliber woman. She's four foot eleven. She she could probably handle that. Um, if she uh, if yeah. she if she turned and started, uh, you know, 
slam firing that puppy into the bad guy? You, you think maybe? You think maybe it'd be all right? You think maybe she okay? If she had, you know, oh, yeah. hooked hooked one thumb, you know, hooked her thumb into her belt loop and her other finger on the trigger and just started, you know, slam fire in a nineteen eleven, just pop, 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 you right there taking him down. I think she could have done it. She looks like she's got oh, those yeah. kind of skills. Yeah. That, uh, that, that would even out that confrontation real quick. Exactly right. Exactly right. It'd just be between um, her, uh, this bad guy, and uh, and and John Moses Browning. <laughs> three of them could have. Three of them could have figured out real quick uh, who was going to take to take uh, take charge. I guess we got to give Samuel Colt a little bit of credit, right? <laughs> you got to give. Yeah, we'll yeah. This, this goes into you know, God made all men. Sam Colt made him equal. There you go. There you go. These words. Those 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 are words of wisdom, right there. Those are words of wisdom. Uh, let's see. What do we have coming up here on the program for you? Major Bill will be with us later today. I know we've got Major Bill. Uh, coming back, and you never know what that's going right. to yeah, never know what that's going to lead to. But uh, let's see, we got stories about um, a good story out of Oregon today about uh, uh, you know a Second Amendment victory out in in the state of Oregon, which is really great because Oregon has been trending the other way. So that's not what we wanted to see coming out of Oregon, uh, or this is what we wanted to see coming out of out of Oregon. Um, Earl, this is this is a good one. This is the one we're going to be talking about at some point. Best handguns for beginners. I can't wait to talk about best handguns for beginners. Okay. I love best handguns for beginners. So, uh, Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. More when we get back from the break. The kel Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence. Talking about two minutes. Two minutes. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. Back in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. You have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms for our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. All right, here we go. 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Uh, Earl, um, I want to talk uh, to, to you. I want to talk to the folks out there about uh, the uh, the lawsuit involving uh, Remington. Um, you're right there, Earl. You okay? You sound like you sound like you fell into like a um, yeah. an ice cream machine at McDonald's or something. It just kind of kind of went swirly. Yeah, I'm hitting the break. So. Went swirly on us there. Okay. Um, I, want to, I want to talk about yeah, the, uh, the coming to a standstill. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The uh, the 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 lawsuit from Remington. Um, that I'm uh, sorry, lawsuit from uh, the gun manufacturer against gun manufacturer Remington, and there's so much misinformation out there uh, about this that I want to spend a, a segment or two uh, with you on it. Um, the folks, um, the 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 shooting at Newtown, the Sandy the Sandy uh, Hook um, High School there, or Sandy Hook Elementary, back in 2012. Um, this was, uh, you know, obviously a, a tragedy. You know, twenty children, six adults killed there in Newtown, Connecticut, um, and and they were they were killed by a, a murdering thief. Okay, uh, this is a, a sick, deranged uh, young man, a man, a, an adult, who killed his mother first, um, then uh, stole the AR-15 rifle uh, that was made by Remington. And then went to Sandy Hook Elementary and killed uh, you know, again uh, twenty children, six adults. Uh, a, a tragedy. I'm not going to get into the conspiracy over this thing happened or not. Let's just you know let's move past that uh, because there's some legal issues I want to talk about here. The the a couple of different iterations of groups of family members of survivors. Uh, or you know people that were actually at the school themselves filed lawsuits against the gun manufacturer Remington. Now, uh, Remington is protected under the uh, 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 the 
the lawful the the placa the uh, mm-hmm. it's the lawful commerce act against firearms all right so it, which which basically okay. says which basically says that uh, and Earl, you and I talk about this all, all the time um, that if you if you if you obey the law and you uh, you you perform you know uh, the sales of uh of the of your firearms, um, you don't you don't you're not making illegal firearms. You're not uh, selling them out the back door. Um, you, you know uh, um, you are you obeying the uh, obeying the uh, the law that you can't be held uh, responsible under protection of lawful commerce and arms act. It's the placa PLCAA, and um, the, Remington got sued once or twice and. Uh, it was it was turned down. The suits, uh, you know, they, they were not able to sue Remington. Now, a couple of things have happened since then. Um, yes. Earl, yes. Go Let ahead. me add to that, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Re- Remington cannot be cannot be sued and held responsible for for someone else's unlawful action. Exactly right. Exactly right. This is you know akin to, um, I mean, this goes way out there. Somebody murders a car owner, steals the car, and then goes and runs somebody over in the car, you can't go after the car manufacturer. That's what this is, all right? This is not even the DUI right. example. This is an extreme example of no, okay? Uh, well, the, remember the Connecticut Supreme Court, Connecticut State Supreme Court said, well, we're going to allow it. In direct violation of the uh, of plaque, of, of uh, the protection of lawful commerce and arms act they directly went against it so the remington arms um took that to the supreme court back in 2019 now here's where you have the media today lying their butts off to you all right because of what else is going on in 2019 when that went before the supreme court the supreme court said no one has been harmed yet, meaning by the lawsuit, you know. Um, so there's no reason for us to hear it. There's nothing for us to hear at this point. Remington has not. Remington has not been made the victim of unlawful, uh, or, or, or you know, uh, prosecution or uh, uh, going after them civilly litigation. Okay. So the Supreme Court said okay. we're just not going to. The Supreme Court didn't say no. We're not overturning, or no, we're overturning this. No, we're not overturning this. They just said there's no reason for us to hear this because Remington has not been has not become a victim of this yet. All right, but they haven't been found guilty and, and forced to pay a fine. Correct, correct. So we can't decide whether or not this is this can go forward because Remington, just like you said, Earl, is not had to come out of pocket anything. There's nothing to, there's nothing the Supreme Court could do to make Remington whole because Remington had not lost anything yet. Okay? That's why they didn't hear this. But when you read the papers today, you see it, it, it reads as Remington lost the Supreme Court case in 2019, which is 100% absolutely wrong. Fake news, lies, 100% crap, caca, doo-doo, poopy, okay? It, it, it's it's a, a crock of poopeth, and it stinketh, okay? It's horrible. Um, they're lies from, right. the, from the media. Now, what's, what's going on in the meantime also, Remington's gone out of business. They're gone. 
Remington's firearms no longer exists. What existed of them was broken up and sold off to other entities year, two years ago. There is a, there is a remnant of Remington ammunition that exists that has started to, to sell ammunition again. But that's not involved in this, Earl. They're not involved in this. The companies that purchased okay. the remnants of Remington, they're not involved in this. The only thing that's left are the pair of insurance companies that had Remington, uh, that you know, gave protection you know, insurance to Remington back in the day, back when Remington was making guns. Okay, So when the headline says, as it says today, Remington offers $33 million to settle a lawsuit by Sandy Hook families. That's about as a big a lie as you can get. There is no Remington anymore. There is no Remington firearms. You have a pair of insurance companies that existed at the time Remington existed and represented them. Those are the ones that are dealing with this now. All right. So this, this, this is this misleading story that says... Clearly says Remington admits guilt is what it's what it's saying. Well, there is no Remington. There's no guilt to admit. the the placa the the, the protection of lawful arms and commerce act uh, is is very clear and says they can't be involved in this. Now, the these two insurance companies, Earl, by the way, Hartford, Connecticut-based liberal insurance companies, have decided to offer thirty-three million dollars to the families. Now they wanted a billion. Okay. But being an insurance company, you know what insurance companies do, Earl? They negotiate. They negotiate. <laughs> they negotiate. They're probably looking at themselves going, listen, this is probably going to cost us $50 million, $100 million to, to, you know, to, to take this to court. Um, why don't we just try and settle and be done with it? So you got these two insurance companies, not Remington, offering $33 million to these families. But again, the media would have you believe Remington is sitting back and saying that they are wrong and they, they would like to pay up. Now, this is less than, I don't know, 1% of the money that the family wanted. You know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, each family member would get something right. like $3 million, not the $225 million they each wanted, and, you know, with, this, with these multi-billion dollar settlement. So uh, I want everybody to be aware that, that these are lies. Now, here's the next step in this, Earl. Um, if Remington... The, well, Remington is gone. If the insurance companies were to sit back down right now and say, we don't care, find us liable, then we're going to go to the Supreme Court. Then the Supreme Court can say, now we have standing. Now we have a victim. Now we have something we can make whole again. Now we can say your court order, uh, your, 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 your verdict is no longer any good. We reverse the verdict, and we declare the whole thing null and void. But... These insurance companies, are also you hit the right road in negotiation. They're looking at spending $50 million, $100 million to continue to fight this. They said, let's just write a check for $33 million and cut our losses. And that's where we stand yeah. today. That's where we stand today. Hey, Earl, does that sound any different than Remington offers $33 million to the families? Oh, yeah, that sounds completely different. You know, the, the, the media is is. Uh, building up the public narrative that you know guns are bad see the gun industry was found negligent and responsible for innocent lives being lost uh no they weren't that company's already been out of business for a few years 
Yep. Yeah. And I mean, listen, it sucks to be this insurance company that's you know still liable for it. But I guess Remington paid their you know premiums back during the day, so they still have to you know cover the activities that occurred back then. But what a what a load of garbage. I mean, this is just it's horrible news that it's 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 out there front page news and it's nothing but lies. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live yep. from the MagSwag.com studios. Earl and I will be back after the break. I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day. About two minutes to Rebecca. Two minutes. Busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post. One minute. I heard that. Come off me, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios, magswag.com studios. Uh, Earl, I wanted to you know take some time to draw on uh, you, you know your uh, your knowledge, experience, uh, and uh, let's uh, let's get into some do's and don'ts here of guns. Um, this is a a story, and it's always weird when we see these stories that come up out of Florida and they're, and they're local to us because I know folks you're listening to us. Uh, Pacific Northwest, up in New York, down in Texas, California. You listen to us all over the country, and even in Cambodia. And, and uh, uh, you know, welcome our Cambodian <laughs> listeners. Um, uh, it's weird we have a, we have a big Cambodian listener base. I don't I don't know how that is, but welcome. Um, or as you as you say, welcome in Cambodian, welcome. 
uh, that's how I say it anyway. Uh, let's see. Woman, this is this is a, a kind of a Florida story, so I, I, I just again hope everybody has seen this and understands where we're coming from. Woman accused of pulling out gun during an argument in a Publix deli. That's a supermarket, folks. So woman accused of pulling out gun during an argument in a, in a supermarket deli. Um, Earl, let me give you the quick story, and then I want to talk to you about do's and don'ts here uh, that you can help people out with. Uh, Orlando police said... An argument at the supermarket deli turned into one woman pulling out a gun. A detective said on Tuesday that the suspect, she's 36, I'll just tell you that. She's not real bright. Uh, and the victim got into an argument uh, in the deli section of the supermarket. At one point, officials said that the suspect pulled out a handgun from her handbag, but they said no physical violence followed. No physical violence followed. Officials said the bad woman is charged with aggravated assault with a firearm. An improper exhibition of a firearm. Uh, they said she may be facing additional charges as the investigation continues. Earl, I want to talk about and see if I can get you to help me talk about um, when it's appropriate to pull your firearm and what your responsibilities are as a citizen carrying a firearm. Uh Pull a firearm when you're in fear for in fear for your life or great bodily harm of yourself or another human being. Uh, typically, you know, family or you know, if uh, you know, in, in a supermarket, you know, somebody and they come across, you know, then, then you could engage that person with lethal force, but not an argument over lunch meat. You have no no valid reason at all. Yeah, listen, I don't even care if this is like the last of the boar's head verse beef or something like that. There's no valid reason for this. And, and, and we've talked about this, but it's been a while since we've talked about this. This is why when I saw this story pop up, I thought, what a, what a perfect opportunity. Um, Earl, I believe that the last time we talked about this was probably two, three years ago. There was, if you recall, a fight at a Walmart somewhere out west, I think it was, and... Just two guys got into a verbal, and the other guy pulled the gun out and shot him. Um, you no, know, okay, no. Listen, if you're somewhere, and you know, uh, and, and and you know that there's not a like Earl said, not a deadly force situation, not a protecting your life or somebody else's. You forget that gun exists. That gun is not there to settle arguments. Okay, that's how innocent people die. Uh, you know, that's it should never come out at all. Um, you know, the, the, I don't see in the charges here, Earl, that um, like violation of a concealed weapons permit or that she was illegally concealing it. So I'm going to assume, and I know what happens when you assume, but I'm going to assume that she was probably a lawful firearms carrier. Now, folks, uh, I know you're many different laws around the country. Uh, in Florida, the only way to carry a gun outside the home is concealed with a concealed weapons permit uh, or outside your, your property or your work, that kind of stuff. Um, that, so that, that this clearly sounds to me like, you, you know, again, you know, a lunch meat fight, right? Yeah, yeah, fighting over, the, over, over a pub sub or something like that, yeah. Earl, if she takes, yeah, uh, if she takes a little handful tub, a one-pound tub of, potato salad and throws potato salad at you um can you pull your gun out no it's freaking potato salad all right it's 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 lunch meat 
It's not, you know, Earl, if she picks up the stanchion that they have there because, you know, they want the six-foot barrier, and she picks up that 40-pound, 30-pound piece of, uh, you know, metal, that chromed metal, and picks that up and, and holds it up to you like a baseball bat, how about then? No, my first reaction is to create distance, you know, to get away from her in case she does swing it. Now, you know, that, this is where we get into a technique. Could that be used for great bodily harm or death? Yes, but you do have other alternatives. That's that's where we advocate as field carry firearm uh, holder have other options. Yeah, always. Oh, you're and you're breaking up a little bit, Earl. Yeah, always, always give yourself, always give yourself options. It was where Earl's going with that. You know, like you heard him say, um, uh, give yourself some, give yourself some distance. Uh, you may listen if you're if they're right, and this is what Earl said. Make sure you guys understand this. Um, if she picks up this thing to go to swing at you, your your first move should be distance because guess what? Before she completes that swing, um, you're not going to have your gun out. Okay, the swing's going to happen before the gun comes out. So the first instinct Earl is telling you tactically should be create distance. Um, you know, if if you can't, if deadly force is still there, that's what the firearm is for. But it shouldn't shouldn't be that first thing, you know. Like, uh, and I'm, I'm sure that's where Earl's going. Let me see, Earl, we got you back. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, we started to bust you loose a second. I think you were probably going into the whole, you know, what if thing when, when, as soon as you walk in. Okay, I think we might have lost him again. <laughs> okay, all right, he, folks. I promise you, he'll be with us next segment. So don't worry. Um, what we're always talking about, uh, um, and, and I, listen, we've, we've, we've had this conversation so many times, uh, you know, it's almost like we share a brain on it. Um, when you walk into this supermarket, you should be playing the what if game. The what if game is, what if I'm standing over there at the counter and a crazy lady wants to fight me over a sandwich? Um, that's the what if game. What do I do? What if I'm standing over here uh, by the, the produce section because the line is starting to get crowded um, and... Crazy lady over here picks up picks up the stanchion pipe and wants to swing it at me. What if? What if? What if? You should what if the game? We call it the, the, the what if game. You should what if it's so much that when it finally does happen, y- your brain says, "Oh, we've already practiced this forty-seven times." Now, I get that doesn't make you Bruce Lee, lightning speed, uh, you know, uh, Jerry Micklick response times, but what it does give you is. Uh, it gives you options on what you should do. I would, I would, I would hate to say, and I don't want you to believe that we're telling you because I imagined the game in my head that made me an expert at it. No, we're telling you to analyze the situation tactically and be aware of what your options are. Should you go to the range and practice those drawing skills? Hundred percent. Should you go to a defensive tactics class? Should you go to a, a, a you know combatives class, an MMA class, if you want to 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 learn how to put hands on people? Absolutely. Should you get in better shape so if you decide to do get some room, some room and run a little bit that you can, you sure should. But you won't know what those things are unless you play that what if game. So now you can start exercising, you know, start doing a little, uh, you know, performance, a little practice of those skills to keep them sharp. So whenever you have to do the what if game, you can do it. Uh, How about now, Earl? We got your back. How about now? Can you now, hear me now? I got you now. How about now? I got you now. We got about we got about two minutes left. Earl, let me let All you right. take it out. Let's see if we can hold you hold your signal for about two minutes. Take us out. Yeah, uh, everything. I I can still hear you. So yeah, everything that you were saying. Yeah, you just gotta gotta be. The, there's an old cliche saying: 
The body cannot do what the mind has not perceived. If you haven't thought about it, you're going to have a tough time doing it. But if you've thought about it, it's not like Mike said, you're not going to be an expert, but it's going to be a lot easier. It's, it's like a, a, a dress rehearsal in your head. You've already practiced it, so you, you can perform it much easier. And again, yes, you know, go get some training. Go actually do some live fire practicing at a range. But you've always got to be thinking about this. Like I always say at the end of every uh, segment of our show, keep your head on a swivel, even in the grocery store, for students. You know, we were having a... We were having a conversation the other day about, uh, uh, you know, coming from the world of law enforcement and police officers and stuff that they're, for the most part, on duty, very tactical, and they play that what-if game. But when they get home and take off the uniform, they kind of let all that go. And that's what we're telling you is don't let that go. Always know that. Always be around that. Um, and I wanted to specify, oh, you know what, we'll save it. We'll save it for when we get back for the next segment, but uh, some more some more tips and stuff. But, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, say, always, like Earl said, head on the swivel. Watch what you're doing. Play the play play it right. Play the what if game in your head. Go through the scenarios. Now we get back next segment. I'll talk to you about um, how to continue on with that. So we'll talk about that little bit of training when we get back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. We'll see you in a few. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Back in two minutes. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. 
Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Um, we are uh, we were talking to you last segment. Earl and I were talking to you last segment. We're about um, a woman in a grocery store who decided the appropriate response to an argument over some uh, some deli meats or sandwiches or some potato salad was to draw her firearm during the argument. Um, she subsequently got to become a uh, a, uh, a temporary visitor of the county uh, and uh, facing a couple of felony charges. It uh, does not look as though she was illegally carrying the firearm. It looked like, uh, from, from just what we can tell from the charges now, that she probably had a concealed permit, license to carry, depending on where you're from. So she had her carry permit. She just used it wrong. Um, from there, Earl and I, Earl, are you with me? Yes, I'm here. Earl and, Earl and I were talking to you about, um, we call it the what-if game. We've always called it the what-if game. I think I've called it the what-if game since... Uh, uh, Army days, law enforcement days, it's just always been the what-if game. Civilian civilian days, it doesn't matter. It's about, like Earl says, like, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Always be around of your uh, surroundings is, is the first one. The second is develop a plan. Develop that plan. Run those scenarios in your head over and over and over again so the next time, you know, crazy lady with a roast beef sandwich is coming at you, you know what to do. And that's not to pull a gun out and aim it at her. Um, so always come up, you know, whether it's, it's get distance, uh, move on to other tactics, uh, blocking moves, whatever it happens to be. And then from there, or always said, you go train on that. Train on your scenarios. Train on your scenarios. L- let's say you can't, you can't go somewhere and pull your gun on a, in a grocery store. You know what you can do? Clear your gun. Make sure it's empty and go in your garage and make, take a couple steps to the left, a couple steps to the right. See how quick you could draw it. Because you won't even let you do that at the range. So you're going to have to practice elsewhere, right, Earl? Yeah, unfortunately, most most ranges do have uh, limitations like that. Uh, so the only way you can actually get hands-on live training, for lack of a better word, is in a training class where yeah. they'll let you practice drawing and moving. What, what I want to hit you guys with, folks, guys and gals out there, is, um, is something because I know there's a – there's, there's a new form of study. In fact, we've had, uh, when, when Todd Fossey's on the program with us, we've talked about the Dunning-Kruger effect. All right? Uh, for those that have been in the biz, been doing this for a long time, the Dunning-Kruger effect has been out probably real pro- uh, predominantly the last five years, but been out about the past ten. Um, it, it basically says, um, it states that people with low ability tend to overestimate their ability. Okay? Um, and, and, and it's become the, the, the internet catchphrase when somebody's trying to, you know, uh, call you the, uh, the, 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 the keyboard commando or something like that, whatever it happens to be. But the Dunning-Kruger effect is real. Um, people with low ability overestimate their ability. And here's the best way I can give this to you. Um, the, 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 the Rex Kwando instructor in uh, Napoleon Dynamite, okay, the, 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 that guy, uh, um, God, I can't remember his real name. Um, um, anyway, he, you know, he played the karate instructor, the yeah, Taekwondo instructor in that, and he would say, okay, come up here and hit me. No, not like that. No, not like that. Yeah, like that. You know, Clearly, this guy overestimated his, old, his own skills, right? So when Earl and I tell you to play the what-if game, 
the what if game does not include, okay, if the woman pulls a sandwich on me, I'm going to roundhouse her to the head. Uh, okay, first off, you better know even know what a roundhouse is. You know, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't probably be popping roundhouses on people if you don't know what roundhouses are. Um, it, it's you, that's one of those where you you fall on your butt because you thought you could do a roundhouse because guess what? In my head, I saw myself doing a roundhouse. Oh, <laughs> in my head, I saw myself uh, kicking Chuck Norris's butt. That's right. Exactly right. Exactly right. So you're gonna want to make sure you can do it. Don't get caught up in the low ability people that can overestimate their abilities. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're talking about. Don't, don't don't just you know when we say do the what if game, uh, you do the uh, well uh, you know then I would well, then I would what if them and then I would strap on a jetpack and fly away and you know, oh yeah that, that's something I have uh, I I had to catch myself when you when you came up with this scenario of a armed confrontation happening in in a supermarket deli. I, I want to delve into this particular scenario of I, I wanted to I mean I'll, I'll touch on it but for the reason being if something like this happens don't be afraid to run in the back room I know as customers we're not supposed to be in the back room that's employees only I'm sorry sir employees only there, there are exits out that door <laughs> yeah. or you know from the back there are fire exits there's any number of things you can do but I didn't want to get into this because we're not going to okay you know, you know, don't hit me like that. Don't hit me like, oh, hit me like this. You know, I, I don't want to get into the weeds of specifics for this situation only. Uh, it's quicker and easier to just give you food for thought. You know, think about, you know, these options. Think about this option. And every person out there listening to us right now is going to have a different option that works better for them. Uh you know, possible differences uh, with the three of us, you, myself, and Kevin. Uh, quick, you know, uh, I said, you know, create distance. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to brag. I'm the youngest of the group, yeah. so I may be a little quicker to create distance. But you and Kevin are more trained than I am. You're probably going to recognize it before I am. You know, situations like that. You've, you've got, you know, we're just giving you lines of thought. You figure out what works best for you. Uh, Diedrich Botter, that's his name, by the way, the, the Rex Kwan Do guy. Oh, okay. From, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also in the Drew Carey show, that guy. Okay. One of the guys in there. But yeah, um, again, it, it, but that's that's how you defeat the uh, the, the Dunning-Kruger effect. You, right. You know what your skill set is. Right. Because you've done some training. Um, and just if you do the what-if game, that doesn't mean you suffer from Dunning-Kruger. Unless, of course, your brain says, well, my first option is to do a backflip out of the way. Yeah. Dude, listen, uh, unless you're, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Simone Biles, I mean, she could do the, she does the backflips. I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> she could do them like, like a snap of your fingers, you know. Oh but, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you're, you know, her, uh, you know, you, uh, you probably shouldn't have a backflip as your first option. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my concern is I don't want this per this crazy person hurting me. I'm definitely not going to hurt myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if there's, listen, if there's, uh, you, you might be the youngest one here, Earl, but. Uh, if there's any kicking going on, it's probably going to hurt you. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't stretch oh, that first. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I am certain of that. I, I did not stretch that, that first. That's going to. Uh, can you give me a minute over here? I'm just going to lay down and help and take care of this. You know, that's. Um, you know, sw swinging my leg around. Yeah, I think I think I pulled a quad <laughs> yeah, or yeah, a hammy. I pulled a pulled a hammy quad over here. I got a thing I got to see a dude about. 
Oh boy, boy, boy. Um, yeah, it just uh, this one, this one struck me as uh, just we needed to go over this. We needed to have a conversation about uh, when not to pull your gun. The one that I recall from the Walmart was it was an argument, and and I believe what we talked about the three of us when Kevin was here, we said, um, listen, if there's a fight about to happen, and it's a fight, it's just a fight. It's a push. It's a shove. That still doesn't mean pull your gun. Right. Okay. That does. You know, somebody pushing you. Uh, does, you know, I'm talking about a push. So you're like, hey, buddy. I'm not talking about a slam you to the ground kind of thing. Right. I'm talking about somebody bowing up on you. That doesn't. That's, that's not a deadly force situation. This, you, you, your first thought should be, well, if somebody wants to talk loud and yell at me, I'll pull my gun. No. No. You should not have a gun. You really shouldn't. Right. Exactly. And, th- and this is something, too, that, that getting formal training will help you with your confidence. It'll give you a better assessment of your skills. To, and and no, by no means arrogance, confidence. I know I can place rounds accurately if I need to within a given distance, if I need to fall on that skill. And most formal training classes will give you different stress inducers, whether it's an instructor standing behind you yelling at you at the top of their lungs, just to, just to mess with your head a little bit. But you know you've made it through that. And, you know, so somebody arguing at you uh, in a deli over, you know, lunch meat. Oh, I've, I've been here. I've handled this. This is not anything to freak out. This is definitely not something I need to engage with lethal force. This is an, a verbal argument. You know, you can, your, your, your blood pressure is going to go up and all that. You're going to get upset. But somebody's calling me names. Uh, I'm not hurt. I'm not bleeding. Yeah. Big yeah. deal. Yeah, exactly. Right. Folks, that's it for the first hour of the program. Uh, we want to thank you and tell us to tell you to join us again for the next hour. But until the second hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, like we just said, keep your head on a swivel. Head on that swivel, folks. Stick around. We'll be back after the, the, the couple-minute break here. We'll be back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Break time. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the remainder of the program here. we got about an hour left together. Maybe a couple little minutes left. You know, you got the commercial breaks and all that stuff. Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills. Uh, I don't do this show by myself, though. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. In studio. In st- in studio. In stereo studio. Uh, so good to be here. It rolls back from, uh, from uh, where'd you go, Alabama today? No. Uh, went up to our state capital. Oh, just, uh, you went up to uh, Florida City. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Was it South Kakalaki? South Kakalaki. What is it? Uh, it was the old joke back in school. Remember if a... Uh, if you didn't know the name of the capital of that state, you just said that state and city after it. What's the What's the capital of Tennessee? Tennessee City. <laughs> nope, nope. Sorry, sir. That's not it. Um, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. T- Home of the Tallahassee Warthogs. That's it. The war. The, really? I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't wasn't know. that from a, one of the movies or something? I I, I was. Isn't or that was where it? the Southwest Louisiana, Southern State Louisiana? Um, where uh, Bobby Boucher played. I yeah. don't know. No, that was that was in L.A. Yeah, L- L- Lower Alabama. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I know that the. Uh, oh, I don't know. We talked about this. The Cleveland baseball team changed their name. You see this? Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're the, the Guardians. The, the Guardians, and I get that the Guardians <sighs> is the name of the statues on their bridge, but <sighs> the only people that care about American Indian names anymore. Are, are not American are, Indians. Are liberal white girls. You know, yeah, yeah, you know white people, white yeah. people. It's just about it. Liberal I, white people. I, I was listening to another radio show during the week on one Blast of my drives. Hey, we're not yeah. all. I know, all I know, I know. Uh, I kid, I kid. Uh, and uh, the radio show I was listening to had somebody that lived in Cleveland call up and say, yeah, we have, we have uh, protests every now and then. Yeah. Never any Native Americans. No. It's no. A, it's always... Pretty much, yeah, like no. you said, white liberals. Yep. I think we, you and I talked about this. Um, we've got the uh, the Florida State Seminoles. Yes. And uh, they actually get paid money from well, the from FSU, well, was, from UF. I, I was going to say, they... No, they, FSU, FSU, yeah, yeah. The Florida State University Seminoles... Yeah, that's in Tallahassee. ...have the blessing 
yeah. of the Seminole Tribe Seminole Nation. Yep, yep. They have uh, their 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 mascot is Chief Osceola. That's right. Yeah. And there, there's uh, Chief Osceola is played by a male member of the cheerleading squad. Right. And they have a, a tradition there. Right. A good friend of mine was prior. Uh, he's alumni, and the uh, the identity of the person portraying uh, Chief Osceola right. is kept secret. Yeah, they they never know from year to year who is going to be doing it. Um, the uh, the Cleveland uh, Indian mascot, the one that was on there, they never they don't say it anymore. The picture of the the, the Indian face on there wearing. The one feather? Yeah. That's Chief Wahoo. Right. Chief yeah. Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Um, I, I remember that. Just. Just a bit outside. Do you, now, the Braves don't do it anymore. The, Brave, the Braves the Braves use the, uh, the Atlanta Braves. They still use the Indian logo uh-huh. um, at times. Um, but um, do, you know, they're, they're, do you remember their mascot's name? Because they got rid of the mascot. They don't use the name anymore. No. I... Chief Nakahoma. <laughs> Nakahoma. <laughs> Chief, Chief Nakahoma. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you might as well have some fun with oh, it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, uh, but um, I I was hoping, Earl, they were going to leave it up to the Internet to vote the new name. No, it would have uh, been something like Cleveland McCleveland face. I, see, now, I've, I did vote, um, and I picked one of the minor league affiliate names. Oh, yeah? Yes, the Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I laughed. So, <laughs> that's it. It's true, though. It's true. It's actually uh, it's actually yeah. one of the, uh, the the minor league affiliate teams. So uh, I think it's like a Maine Steamers or something like that. But I was like, why not move them to Cleveland? They could be the Cleveland Steamers. You know, so yeah. that's it. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I think that should get us past the FCC. That's not a bad word, is it? <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's it. it you know, hey, I mean, we, t- we talk about, you know, if Stanley Steamer, one of the wanted to sponsor the show or something like that. We'd have some clean rugs. So That's right. Exactly you know, right. We were putting a location with a with a word behind it. There you go. What's wrong with that? There you go. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we got going on. Um, uh, oh, you know, we got, we got uh, two, three minutes left. Um, how about American shooting in the Olympics? Yes. Right? U.S.A. <laughs> U.S.A. U.S.A. That's real, folks. You can't do that on an amplifier, uh, you know, <laughs> on a board. That's real. Hey, That's you real. saying I'm a loudmouth? I'd say you uh, you got uh, you you got some projection to you oh, when you want okay. to. There you go. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. First off, the uh, uh, the the first gold medalist was one of the ar- one of the uh, soldiers from the army shooting team. Nice, um, nice. And yep. uh, and you see nothing on the news, by the way, about all the medals we're winning in shooting. Oh yeah, uh, and, and like. Uh, you 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 won't hear anything for like the past three Olympics. Yeah, we've had a gold medalist. Yep. in shooting. Yep, yep. Kim Rode, she's won yep. gold medal in yep. double trap. Well, I remember months ago we did a story about her, and not not about her involving her because it affected her of the ammo situation going Correct. on. She's a California native. Correct, and she goes through. Thousands of rounds of shotgun shells a month to train, yeah. and the ammo restrictions were affecting her training. My uh, my shoulder hurts thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a, yeah. a, my shoulder hurts thinking about thousands of rounds of shotgun <sighs> shells. Yeah, that's a that's a tough uh, that's a tough woman right there. Um, yeah, 
it's uh, that's difficult. But yeah, it's uh, the U.S. has been cleaning up. I know I saw, I saw a meme. I don't know if you saw this. It said, you know, U.S. Olympics or U.S. Uh, or Olympic to, to Games 2020. By the way, we're ever, we're competing in the past. I don't know if you noticed that or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, it's Tokyo uh, 2020. Tokyo 2020. 2021. Um, and uh, it says like Americans clean sweep gold medals in shooting sports. And then it had like China and Russia doing that face, like, uh oh. <laughs> uh, maybe we should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They got, yeah, don't you forget it, neither. They, they got everybody from soldiers to farm girls out there, you know, you know hitting, the, uh, hitting the eyeballs off a gnat at a thousand yards. Uh, just just ridiculous stuff. Um, let's see, where are we going? Where are we going here? The rest of the show, we've got, uh, like I said, Major Bill be joining us. Well, as of now, he's scheduled. Just. It took me a second to pull up my camera roll because I got thousands of photos in there. Going along what you said, American hunters outnumber the world's armies combined. And oh, they're yeah. all snipers. That's right. Exactly right. Exactly right. Don't think don't think this administration is not going to come and try and take your sniper rifles away from you. Yeah, that, that's, not, yeah. A, that's yeah. not a deer rifle. Yep. That's a military, that's a military s- t- style sniper assault rifle. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, Bolt action. A, a sniper style. There we go. Uh, hey, we get back. I'll give you a little news out of Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. Um, for however you say it. I'm not from that part of the country. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 20... Coming back in about two minutes. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to... Come back about 30 seconds. We have the right to dress the way we want to. 30 seconds. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today. So this message and our... All right. Here we go. 454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Um, Earl, how was your break? Everything going all right? All right doing right? good, doing good. I just w- realized uh, we need to uh, re- uh, retouch on our previous article talking about the uh, uh, Army shooter won the uh, first gold medal in, in the Tokyo Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to give her full credit. It was First Lieutenant Amber English, uh, part of the Army Marksmanship Unit. Way to go, Amber. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! Yeah. There we go. So, good honor, good honor. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's amazing. Nothing. Nobody. No coverage. No nothing. Oh, no. no nothing. No I don't. Nothing. Th- I, don't, I don't think the this the that that portion of the Olympics was even televised. I don't believe it was. I don't believe it was. But you know how the liberals are. It's, it's oh yeah. You know it's amazing though because we can't put the shooting on there, right? We, but but oh boy, plenty of low angle beach volleyball footage. Oh and, yeah. You know they got yeah. that going. Um, it's uh it's 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 absolutely um. Despicable the way the media is. Oh, we're we're so upright and we're so we're so progressive. Yet uh, we're still gonna, you know, do, do take these cheap cheap angles and uh, and do, look at the, look at the, the outfits they make these thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year old girls wear in the gymnastics. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Um, can we let them wear maybe like leotard pants or something? You know. Yeah. Do we do we? You, you did. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, admitted, I'm a dude. Yeah. I don't mind the outfits. That the the women's beach volleyball teams the adults, are wearing women, yeah, the adults, yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, do we? I mean, it's the Olympics. Do we need to sex it up like that, and and not give, you know, a, a complete category of Olympic yeah. competition, yeah, any coverage at all, yeah. Well, guns are bad, Earl. Um, oh yeah, of course, the, of course. Uh, you know, if that were the case, we should just be, uh, you know, manufacturing the world's best guns and just shipping them over there to Japan and let them win on their own. Yeah. Don't we do that already? Well, we have the uh, the world's best uh, uh, bullet drivers uh, behind us. Oh, that. that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. Humans operate the firearms, exactly don't they? Right. Exactly that's right. right. It's, otherwise, it's just a hunk of metal laying on the ground doing nothing. 
Earl, when I say the state of Oregon or Oregon, what do you think of? Tall trees. Yeah, right? That's that's the first thing I get. First thing I get. Um, I, I've been to uh, Oregon, Oregon a couple of times. Not enough to know how to say it, evidently, but... Oregon. Um, how is it? Oregon. Oregon? Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't... I don't. That's, 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 Every time I think that's I'm a Florida it, dialect for okay. you. Okay. Every time I think I'm saying it right, I'm like, uh, no, I think that's wrong. <laughs> I, just, uh, I think I said it wrong. So, uh, so for the state of Oregon, is that what you said? You said Oregon? Yeah. Uh, you know, they have been... Uh, here's the problem with Oregon. Oregon's was always like a very, very um, libertarian state. And by libertarian, yeah. I mean um, very focused on their own freedoms, right? Um, didn't want a lot of government involvement, which uh, you know is, is kind of a core thing for conservatives and Republicans back in the day. Um, and then as, I believe, conservatives and Republicans became more political, they lost touch with the libertarians. I think the, the best example I've ever heard of libertarian policy, Ronald Reagan said it. And when he said, I want my government to protect my borders and leave me alone. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, And, um, well, libertarians, you know, they were out there in Oregon. Oregon was this great place to go, and it was a great place to be yourself. Um, It wasn't like California or Seattle where you went and became hippies. You know, you did all that crazy commune stuff, and it's we all share and share. And uh, Oregon, you went out there, and I want to be alone. I want to work my property. I want to be who I am, you know. Obviously, they got big cities in Oregon as well. But uh, Oregon over the years has been experiencing the influx of California moving north and now overcrowded Seattle and, and Washington State moving south. Yeah. So getting crushed in the middle there. Uh, so we've seen a lot of liberal policies in Oregon. Well, much like the state of Washington and the state of California, the coastal regions are very liberal. The uh, the inland and, uh, and, and the further east are very conservative. Uh, it's just a numbers game inside those states. Well, in Oregon... They have, uh, uh, they they they've put out some passed some Second Amendment sanctuary laws, and the libs were like, "Wait a second, hold on, wait, wait a second, hold on, wait, wait, wait. we can't you, have you want to do what? We, we can't we can't do that? Uh, we have an Oregon court rejects gun controls groups challenge to the Second Amendment sanctuary rule. Now we did talk about Oregon a little while ago, where a. a one of the things is when a, when a law or an ordinance passes in Oregon, a judge in that jurisdiction can ch- challenge it. They don't have to be brought the case. That judge can just challenge it. Just on a whim. On, on a whim. On, their, on, on a whim. Own. And we did see that where the judge said, listen, until somebody tries to enforce the sanctuary law stuff, I'm going to say, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, we don't know. We don't know. Well, what's, what has happened now is a little bit more has gone on. An Oregon County judge has dismissed a case challenging the validity of two gun rights measures passed by local voters in recent years in a move that Second Amendment advocates are hailing as a victory with national implications. Columbia County Board of Commissioners had hoped for a court to review the Second Amendment Sanctuary Ordinance and Second Amendment Preservation Ordinance, which prohibit county enforcement of most state and federal gun control measures, according to the Columbia County Spotlight. Uh, the newspaper said that the Oregon Attorney General and lawyers from every town for gun safety entered their own filings in court opposing the two ordinances, arguing they violated state and federal laws. Okay, so right there you know that the Oregon State Attorney or, or Oregon Attorney General is on the same team as every town for gun safety, which is mm, guns are bad, okay? We won't take your guns from you. 
While a governing body may seek review of an ordinance, judicial examination still requires a judiciable controversy. This is what uh, Judge Ted Grove wrote in his ruling this past Thursday. Petitioners have not demonstrated such a controversy. He added, noting that instead they seek what amounts to an advisory opinion designed to invalidate their own newly passed ordinance. What does this mean? It means the Oregon Firearms Federation applauds the case dismissal, saying that the Columbia County Court shot down every town for gun safety. Mike Bloomberg's New York lawyers and the usual gaggle of state worshipers and upheld the county's Second Amendment sanctuary ordinance and an ordinance the county commissioners hoped to torpedo. This is victory with national implications and repudiation to the politics and division that Bloomberg and the gun grabbers are so famous for, the gun rights group added. Um, this is great. This is good news. This is good news. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I'm gonna, it, it is great good news, but I'm also going to temper that with we need to remember this is like the Supreme Court case we spoke about yes. earlier. Yes. In a sense, this could be looked at as a hollow victory. I mean, it, it's good news right yeah, now, right. but it, it's not a no. It's just like in the, in the right. Supreme not Court now. case, yeah. there, we're, we're not making a decision because there, nobody has suffered from this yet. The, the judge that did this a few months back, it was, the, it was much the same. He said, uh, like you just said, Earl, nobody's been hurt by it, so the answer is no. Mm-hmm. But that judge, the difference between this one is this was, this was somebody seeking to find a fault with the new law. The previous one was the judge coming out on his own and saying, uh, well, nobody's hurt, so we can't do anything. It's almost as if that judge encouraged these lawsuits because he wanted to see this fail. Now, this one seems like to me it's as if it's, okay, folks, the judge has just said that uh, he can't hear it, so why doesn't somebody come forth and try and do something against Second Amendment and firearms? It sounds like these judges are sitting there going, oh, no, no, we can't do anything yet. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like come on, somebody bring some real meat to the table. Quit throwing them meatballs at me and give me some heater, Ricky. You know? the, the, they're standing there with a stick. Come on, do something. Yeah, exactly. Something. Exactly right. Do that's something anti-Second Amendment. That's what this sounds like to me. That's what this sounds like to me. Um, but uh, you know what? Uh, uh, not bad news at Oregon. We'll yeah. say that. We'll yeah. say that. Well, yeah, well, so. well, I mean, it, it may be a small victory, but it's a victory nonetheless. Right. And, we'll and that's take what it. we'll take. That's what we'll take. Yeah. But we've also got to bear in mind it's a small victory. Unfortunately, the 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 it, it may be a small victory on a small battle, but we've still got a huge war to finish. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it's uh, it's working its way. And listen, and, and, and these small victories in California, Washington, Oregon, they are small victories, but they're big victories there because yeah. there's normally no victories there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So, so this is a uh, is, is a decent thing. So um, it, it's it is it is small in, in, in this in the scope of things, but for where it is and the time and location, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. It's a, it's like in, in baseball, they call it a little league home run. They're like, oh, that was cheap. It, he didn't hit the ball out. It just kind of rolled in the corner, and the guy couldn't get to it fast enough. You know what? We'll take it. It's a score on the board for us. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. So, so we will, we'll definitely take it. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. Um, oh, we're, <laughs> we're at the clock. We're at the clock. We're good to go. We're good to go. 
Um, hey, you're, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. We got uh, Major Bill. We get back from the break. kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. Two minutes. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, Say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment 
of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant William B. Gross Panagua died July 31, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Gross Panagua, 28, of Daly City, California, was assigned to the 3rd Brigade Special Troops Battalion, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 25th Infantry Division, Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. He was killed in action in the Waterford District of the Kunar Province, Afghanistan, of injuries sustained when enemy forces attacked his vehicle with an improvised explosive device. This was Sergeant Gross Panagua's second deployment overseas. He previously served one tour in Iraq in 2008 with the 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 25th ID. Sergeant Gross Panagua enlisted in the U.S. Army in September of 2005 as a combat engineer. His awards and decorations include the Army Good Conduct Medal, National Defense Service Medal, Commendation Medal, Purple Heart, Bronze Star Medal, and Combat Action Badge. Army Sergeant William B. Gross Panagua, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin, and uh, thank you for sponsoring the Fall on Hickory segment of the program as usual. Uh, Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of the program. Please welcome back to the show, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, you know, not too shabby. Not too shabby, sir. How are things in the world of Earl? Uh, the world of Earl. In the world of uh, Major Bill. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, there, there's only one Earl, uh, and we can only live vicariously through him uh, in the world of Earl. But for the world, the world of law enforcement, uh, you know, it's it's day to day dealing with stupidity, uh, which of course you know, keeps us gainfully employed. Uh, yes, yes. You know, when, when you think that people can't get any dumber. Um, somebody <laughs> raises their hand. So people will and always impress you. Yes. Believe yeah. it or not. Challenge accepted. Yes, yes. And so believe it or not, this does not originate out of Florida, what I'm going to talk about here, which is surprising. Blasphemy. Uh, but it, it, there is, yeah, I know, but there, there have been some cases of this in Florida. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of these uh, challenges that are out there, and I think they all started what with the the ice bucket challenge, yeah, um, yeah. and that denigrated all the way down to the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> uh, and when you think that uh, okay, that's stupid, uh, hold my beer, yep, and we yep. get something that's even dumber. Uh, so this one I'm going to talk about is. Uh, now called the Gun Prank War Challenge, or the Gun Prank Challenge. And just by the title of that, we can all see where this is going. 
Um, so what this is, is this developed as a senior prank uh, for them to go uh, out and usually with, um, you know, pellet guns or BB guns or toy guns that we all know uh, look very, very real. Uh, and they will go out and they will drive around or they'll walk up to people and they'll point the gun at them, uh, which all of us on this show know that you never point a weapon at anything that you do not intend to kill. Uh, or in law enforcement, we only use uh, lethal force in the defense of ourselves or others. Uh, and it is not a prank. It's not a game. Uh, but in Roxborough, North Carolina, uh, they made a post on their Facebook page about uh, several reports of, of people pointing uh, guns at other drivers as they go past them uh, in this uh, this gun prank uh, thing. Uh, and as you can imagine, as this has spread over the United States, there have been uh, some responses to when you point a toy gun that looks real at somebody who possesses a real one. Yeah, that would be a no-no. You don't want to do that. No. And if you put that person in fear for their lives, uh, it's going to end very badly for you. So we had one particular case uh, 90 miles away from Roxborough, Washington, North Carolina, where a woman was hurt trying to run away from a teenager who jumped out from behind a car wielding a toy gun as part of this senior prank. Uh, and she was injured, had to go to the hospital, and she was hospitalized and, you know, torn ligaments and, and things like that. Now, in California, you know, and, and of course it's, it's California, but there's YouTube stars or social influencers. That's, that's the new term that, that I have found out now, social influencers. Uh, Alan and Alex Stokes are known for making prank videos, but they were charged criminally because they called for an Uber and they were dressed all in black, wearing ski masks, carrying duffel bags full of cash. Uh, do we see a problem with this? I mean, uh, is that something that you should be doing? Uh, I don't think so. No, but clearly it's not the most responsible things in the world to be doing, no. No. Uh, you know, there's better things that you could be doing, more more influential things, if you will, than running around making prank videos. Well, for one person in Tennessee, it ended very badly because they were doing a prank video uh, when Timothy Wilkes, who was 20 years old, and I say was because Timothy Wilkes is dead, uh, was shot and killed uh, while he was filming a prank video with a friend of a prank robbery when they ran up on another group of people uh, with butcher knives in their hands. And one of the people in this group, a 23-year-old unnamed person, uh, shot him. And they can't figure out why it was just a prank. Well, in the, you know, one-tenth of one second that an armed patriot has to make a decision 
of whether their lives or the lives of somebody else are in danger. And I don't, at least I'm not superhero enough to stop time and ask them, hey, is, I noticed there's a guy waiting behind you with a camera. Uh, is this a prank video or, or what? How should I react to this? No. The responsibly armed individual is going to be in fear for their lives, and they're going to protect themselves and others. And, you know, the, the family of Mr. Wilkes can't figure out why he's dead. Yeah, and again, you know, re- react uh, accordingly. You know, you know, they they had no idea this was, you know, jokes going on. This is this is ridiculous. This is this is uh, you know, how many tragedies do we have to see with people that pull toy guns on bad guys, or bad guys that pull toy guns and get shot, or kids with toy guns that get shot accidentally? Now you're going to go out there on purpose and try and draw a fire? Come on. You know, we had the, the story, in, I believe it was in Ohio, where the 12-year-old was in the, the park with, with a toy gun, and the two officers responded, and, and they jumped out, and they shot him with the gun, uh, and they shot and killed him. Uh, we don't have that, that, that time to sit there and analyze, and if you're going to go out and do things like this that are going to put you in danger, and you do it knowingly because you think it's a joke, well, I, I think you've crossed the line and you, you have uh, made, are, are about to make a very fatal error uh, if you come across the, the I, I wouldn't say the wrong person, but the right person. Uh, exactly. And it's going to end very badly for you because you don't bring a knife to a gunfight and you certainly don't bring a toy gun uh, and use it in what could be potentially... An armed encounter. Absolutely not. Because you think it's funny. Uh, yeah, humor. Nothing take aside. Humor is not a is not a part of safety. And sir, please, all you and all your folks, please stay safe. Absolutely, all my brothers and sisters in the bully. Remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. You're with our on from radio company live from the Manflag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys. Back in two minutes. Erica. Two minutes. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? 
Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Magswag.com. So you got me wrong? We're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. Yeah. You give me that look like something was wrong. Um, well, I just noticed you weren't wearing your headset. Oh, I got the... I got the I got the external speaker on over here next to me. Oh, okay. I'm uh, stretching... Stretching, you know, in case I got to do some of that Rex Quando stuff when we get out of here. <laughs> Fighting a woman with a Cuban sandwich or something like that. You know, no, in, don't in, don't hit the, me like that. In the grocery like store. Um, not like that. Yeah, not like that. Not, don't hit me like that. Like don't that. hit me not like that. There you go. Just like that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I love when these articles come up. These stories come up because they're so subjective. You know, it's so interpretive of what uh, of what what uh, uh, the, the outcome is. And opinionated. Oh, yes. Very, very much so opinionated. Um, and we're, of course, talking to you about the best handgun for beginners and home defense. The best handgun for beginners and home defense. First off, it's not the best handgun. They're giving us five choices, right? Yeah. Giving us so, so this would be the bestest, right? Or the best, the besters, the five best, the five best. Let's go there. Okay. The five best handguns for beginners and home defense. Uh, let's see. Number one. Number one uh, is 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 clearly. I mean, and this is. We do we have to even mention it? It's 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 the, it's the Glock, uh, and and this article goes as far as to say, the Glock 17 or the Glock 19. So already they're giving us more and more options. Right. Um, yeah, so you and I will we will adapt and correct where they've made mistakes, <laughs> uh, you know, along the way, uh, being you know, you know just just who we are. We we're not. Oh, let's see what these authors' names are. Let's take a look here. I don't necessarily want to throw him under the bus, but, um, yeah, you know, he's not even brave enough to put his name on there. All right, so let's see. Uh, the Glock 17 or 19. Uh, again, I think uh, because this says the, the article is titled uh, Your Best Handgun for Beginner and Home Defense. Well, those are two completely yeah, different things. exactly. Okay. Because I, I, I skipped ahead. Yeah. I'm going to blow the oh. bell curve. Oh, who did it? That, who did it? Who did it? Well, the, the, they get into now just uh, features. And yeah, yeah. they feel, in their opinion, 9mm using hollow hollow point defensive ammo, full-size frame, striker-fired, night sights, rail-mounted light are what you want. Okay. For a beginner for, or for home defense? That's home it, defense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's because that's mixed. No. That's mixed there. No. Yeah, yeah, uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Um, I think that first gun for uh, uh, listen, and I think this might go for either one. This doesn't say anything about concealed carry. This doesn't say anything about carry gun. It says for beginners or home defense, beginners and home defense. I think the 19 and the 17 
could both fit in there nicely, and that's going to be based on hand size. Yeah. Listen, if you got uh, you got bear paws, you know you're like not going to have any problem holding a 17, right? Um, and a 19 will still probably fit you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've got some smaller, you know, petite style hands, um, and you know, the, then the 19's a good fit. The 17 might be too big or might have an extra finger finger loop. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think both of these would work, but I think uh, one works better than the other. And so, also, if you're, you know, like you said, if you're getting into concealed carry, then, you know, depending on your on your frame correct, size, correct, you know, you more often most people can can conceal a 19 fairly easily, but then larger individuals can also carry and conceal a 17, a full size frame. It's called keistering. I mean, it's it's called. A <laughs> well, that, that may be how you do it. I prefer not to. I prefer a nice uh, holster in the waistband. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think you got to go with Glock, especially for beginner guns. I like the idea, though, of... tell You tell me, Earl. Um, when you're doing the intro to firearms, uh, I like to do the... You know, start with the stick shift, you know? Show the, uh, show the revolver. Um, work your way through a double action and a single action. Uh, you know, then move maybe to a single action... Uh, a, a, you know, single action semi-auto, then maybe a double action semi-auto before finally ending up with the Glock. But I want people to know what all firearms feel like in case they ever run into another firearm somewhere. Yes. You don't want somebody that's only fired a Glock and then you say, hey, check out my 1911 because you know what you're going to get? Uh, you bullet in the thigh probably, yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they're going to lay their hand down there and looking for the, uh, for the, for the, the trigger safety. And guess what they're going to get? They're going to get single action, three pounds uh, tension, and boom, a bullet in the thigh. Yeah, yeah, because some, some of the other uh, brand, you know, we mentioned Glock as brand name. They mentioned the, the Smith & Wesson M&P Shield, the uh, yeah. uh, Springfield XD, Sig Sauer, uh, and we, we, the two of us are most familiar with the Glock. We're both Glock armors, right. and I'm confident in saying for 95%, all of the big name polymer striker fired pistols are going to operate similarly. Yes, yes, very much so. Uh, so yeah, those those are very good for for a beginner, uh, especially beginner getting into thinking about home defense and or concealed carry. A complete brand new beginning shooter? No, we're talking twenty two. Yeah. You know, getting into mild, super mild recoil, then working our way up. And beginning shooter, my personal opinion, a uh, a, a large frame or, you know, just a, a 38 357 revolver is going to be one of the last platforms that I will I- introduce the new shooter to that because it's going to have the most recoil because there is no semi-automatic action to absorb any of that. The shooter absorbs it all. Now, I, listen, I could see using a thirty-eight wad cutter in there for training purposes, but it's still too big of a gun to start with. You know, you should right, start right. Yeah, smaller. That, that, yeah, that that's where they're they're going to be running the 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 semi the twenty-two semi-auto first, yeah, right? Because that that's going to vibrate in their hands. There's not going to be any recoil. It's going to ring, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, good 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 little article. You know, I'm all right with this. Um, I, I think we'll just go in. We'll finish this article for people. Um, best guns for beginners and for uh, uh, home defense. Um, I do like what they said about ammunition. Um, you know, for home defense, 
the the nine millimeter um, uh, hollow point. Now I'm going to say that this is let's call it home defense gun for new gun owners. Okay. Because we're talking about beginners. I obviously, I don't want to start them with a full-size you know, 1917 with hollow points you know, at the range because it's just foolish to shoot all hollow points at the range. Oh, exactly. Uh, Expensive. But yeah. You, you should, uh, just so if you're not, folks, every time you go to the range and you blow a couple hundred rounds, your last mag should be on basically your last mag of hollow points that you'd been carrying because you should rotate your ammo through. And what a better way to do it than pop off a magazine of hollow points that way not only you're carrying fresher ammo but you'll know what it feels like to shoot those hotter that hotter round yeah exactly exactly you know, just going back on the the attributes that they give uh i'm going to touch on why you know nine millimeter uh typically in the in the packages we met in platforms we mentioned you're going to have a larger capacity uh, of somewhere around uh 15 rounds to to get the job done and Hollow point, defensive ammo, so you have the most effect on target. Full-size frame, uh, you can control it better. It fits in your hand better. Uh, Striker-fired, that's in the platforms that we've mentioned. It's the most beginning user-friendly. Obviously, night sights, yeah. you know, something if you do have to uh, go to the other side of the house to grab your children and bring them back into the bedroom with your significant other, and you do have to engage along the way, you can uh, align your, you can see your sights to align them up on the potential threat. Rail-mounted light, light mounted on yep. the pistol, yep. so you can illuminate your target to make sure it is the bad guy and not your child running to you. Yeah. Yeah, everything is illuminated. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, I, I like that 9 mil. Other reasons, Earl, that's... Uh, uh, it's going to stop the target at home. It's going to leave. It's not going to leave the home. It's going to stay in the home. Right. That 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 nine millimeter. It's one of the. And I want. We only have less than a minute left. I don't want to get too much in it. If you're a very 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 proficient AR guy, and you choose to use the AR as your your home defense weapon, just know that those AR rounds are not staying in the home with you. You know they're when when you pull that trigger, they are probably going to depart the person you shoot and then depart the building. <laughs> Uh, just know your gun. Train, 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 and all will be good. Yeah. Yep. You know? Use the right ammo. Don't be using ball ammo at home in a 5.56. Five, no. You know? No. Uh-uh. You should be using that soft point ammo. But you know what? Most people that trained on those don't even know that there's such a thing as have soft ammo 5.56 five, unless they're a skilled hunter, you know, an animal mm-hmm. hunter. So, um, folks, that's it for the first hour. Or excuse me. That's it for the whole program. Thank you for joining us. Until... Next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next week. We out! The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. That's everything. You guys take care. Have a good rest of your day. I'll see you all next week. Awesome, sir. Thank you very much. No problem. Take care. Bye.